This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. On today's show, we want to help you find the right person for the big jobs around your home. We're going to help you find the right contractor. So how do you find the right contractor for the job you need? How do you verify the references the contractor has? How do you know if they're charging you too much or too little? That's bad, too. Should you request a contract? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Got the marbles in my mouth this morning. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. On today's show, we want to help you find the right person for the big jobs around your home. We're going to help you find the right contractor. So how do you find the right contractor for the job you need? How do you verify the references of the contractor? How do you know if they're charging too much or charging too little, which could be just as much a problem? Should you request a contract? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Well, Jonas came up with this uh uh, came up with this show the other day because of an article that was in Clarion Ledger about how to hire an honest contractors. It was put out there, I think, by Home Builders of Jackson, and and it was a fantastic article. And we decided, you know, that's a that's a thing to really have a conversation about because you can really do this wrong. It is amazing how how badly you can do this if 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 you're really not watching it. Oh, that's and, right. And, yeah, and hire the wrong person for yeah, the job. I mean, you and, can you can damage your home. You can damage the value of your home. Your uh, wallet. They're, they're, oh yeah, you can kill your <laughs> double wallet. pay. Hey, as weird as this sounds, mm-hmm. um, even though they they have a truck and they have a phone number and they have an address, it's pretty easy to hire the wrong contractor. It really is. And and we want to talk about some of those things today, uh, finding that contractor. And I, I just want to relay a couple of stories real quick. Uh, one of the other things that contributed to us doing this show today was one of the employees here at MPB had a uh, air conditioner that went kaput the other night at 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. And a contractor, yeah, a contractor that that we have on the show here on occasion uh, went and fixed it for him at 10 p.m. on Saturday night, got him rolling, wasn't a big deal, didn't try to sell him a whole lot of stuff and made a customer for life. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? That's how it's done right there. That's how it's done. Absolutely. That person will never call anyone else ever again for air conditioning work. Uh, and that's very that that is is great because the thing is is that if you can find somebody that you trust, uh, that's the person. That's the person that you want to deal with, and that person oftentimes can recommend other people you can trust for other types of jobs. Absolutely, and and that person that repaired that air conditioning unit uh-huh, uh-huh. had an opportunity. To right. do the wrong thing. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. 88 degrees in your home. Right. You can sell an air condition real fast. But that person did the right thing. Right. And so. I, I just, I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It, uh, honest contractor, that's um, kind of hard to find sometimes. Right. And another story I wanted to relay was years ago uh, at my home, 
there was a tornado very close to my home that did some damage. And uh, then, and if you guys remember, there was a hailstorm. We got the roof That's repaired, right. all this other stuff. However, I made a mistake in plumbing. Oh, no. Yes. And flooded the house. Oh. To the point where I had to get a contractor. About 50 grand worth of contractor. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. So I made the mistake. I did this wrong. And I, I kind of want to admit this on the air. My wife and I were talking about this morning before I came in, and we were talking about what the show was going to be. And she said, are you going to talk about it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> well, it was hiring a contractor based on a sign in a yard. Oh, man. And uh, that contractor came and was... The nicest, most charismatic person that I think you would ever come across. We shook hands and he went to work. Yeah. And mm. that was a disaster. The beginning of the disaster. We found out that uh, uh, that he hired his help on Craigslist. They had no idea how to do anything. They were, uh, But they were being given big jobs like plumbing. Sure. In my house. Yeah. So you can really mess this up, and and we've I I've been repairing some of that damage from the day they left. And you know the the sad the the other sad part to that story, and it's a sad story. But the other sad part to that, mm-hmm. for all of us honest contractors, mm-hmm. we kind of pay the price for that. Oh yes. Um, and well, now and, I go into a negotiation with a contractor like I would with a used car salesman. Yeah, because yeah. I, it's 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 defensive when I go in. Right. Well, you know? it's based on your past experience. If right, you've had a bad experience, the new contractor is going to have to defend all of that yes. and prove himself. But once you get a good contractor, you should stick with them for life. Right. They like your doctor. Well, uh, you know what, Dale? You are one hundred percent correct. Um, uh, they they are they're your doctor for your home. Right. And, and it's um, not good to have a lot of different doctors. It's not. Yeah. Um. So I think there's a lot of weight in that. Right. Oh, yes. Some of the things that, that, that we talked about was, first, let's start. You know, the article was talking about a lot of things about how you find that contractor. So let's start at the beginning here. How do you go about finding a contractor? Is this a, is this a, a Google thing, a Yellow Pages thing, a referral thing? Needle in the haystack? Uh, yeah. And, and so, but that's a good thing. You Let's say... I need some plumbing work. Right. Well, you can open open up the yellow pages or open up Google and find hundreds of plumbers sure. near you. Oh, you yeah. know? Um, then, then how do you know what to choose? How do you know what to look for, guys? Well, you know, there's a there's a combination. There's not just one answer mm-hmm. to to that question. How do I find a good plumber? Now, in the construction world, you have plumbers that specialize in remodeling. Mm-hmm. You have plumbers that specialize in nothing but service work, mm-hmm. and then you have plumbers that specialize in new construction. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know you you want to ask those questions: Are you a new construction plumber? Are you right. a service plumber? Mm-hmm. Or are you a remodeling plumber? Residential or commercial? There you go. So, so that's funny because we didn't even know the questions we didn't know. Right? <laughs> Honestly, yes, yeah, sure. it's yeah. a procedure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's good to know. I, you know, to tell someone, a uh, layperson like myself, that there are different types of plumbers mm-hmm. is new knowledge. And there are different know, types of contractors all around. Right. Um, another thing too, ask the question: What associations do you belong to? There's a reason we have Home Builders Association, mm-hmm. uh, and and are you a member of that professional association? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it costs money. Um, we have continuing education on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And if you're a member of that, I think you kind of set yourself apart from um, the so-called non-members. Now, I do not misunderstand me. I am not saying if you are not a member of, of uh, Home Builder Association of, of Jackson means you're a bad person. Right. It just <laughs> it just means you're surrounded around your peers that are in the same business. Right. Uh, I do think a, a little pressure of competition tends to make people uh, really good at what they do, especially if you're bidding on jobs. One of the things I found out, and Dell and I talked about this a long time ago, Jeff, before you before you joined the show, we had a show like this about hiring a contractor. And one of the things Dale uh, cautioned us on was 
um, hiring the lowest bidder contractor that comes in. Cheapest is not the best. No. no. Uh, and one of the things he also mentioned was that if you have, uh, say, two, uh, and really three is best, but if you have two folks come in and one of them says, here is the price, and then another one says, that's ridiculous, I can do it for this many thousands less, you really have to think about that. because the light bulb should go off. Right, yeah. There's a reason why they can go so much cheaper. Are you getting what you're asking for? And are you getting something that will be, uh, that will be uh, guaranteed any amount right, of time quality. or the quality yep. of the worksmanship. You putting uh, all the nails in. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you going to paint it? Right. Um, Haul that, off the trash. Yeah. I mean, the right. list goes on. When you right. cut the numbers, you got to be cutting something. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. There, there's, you know, look, we all hire from the same labor force. Mm-hmm. We all purchase our products from the same companies. Mm-hmm. So all of our bids should be close mm-hmm. yes yes and uh, then i think it boils down to uh, which i think is very important can you communicate with your contractor right do you a- as a customer and the contractor as my dad would say do y'all jihaw mm-hmm. do you right do do y'all get along right so that's that's, that's very important. important that's one of the three things for uh, picking a contractor you know um whether they're uh, fast, friendly, and professional, and uh, do you feel that they're going to do you a good job? Right. And you just said a a, a flag word for me, which is fast. Uh, yes. Now, the reason why I say that is because Jonas brought this uh, brought this up uh, and said one of the questions was, "What if the job takes a lot longer to complete than what they said initially?" What do you, What do you think about that? Lack of knowledge. Uh, something went wrong. If you don't know what you're doing, it's going to show. Well, I will say also that uh, having worked on some things myself, it is amazing when you bring down some sheetrock what you might find that you didn't expect to find. Right. uh, Which may mean that you took longer. No, Jeff, no, that we still have no excuses for deadlines. You know, um, typically nothing is as easy as it sounds. Right. General contracting rule, Murphy Law will happen, but... You still have to um, be challenging and be able to flex and just you've got to make those deadlines. And if anything, you do allow yourself some rainy days. So if you um, say you can do it overnight, that's the only little, you know, it might take a little longer. But generally, you'll give yourself a day or two. Here's how I look at timeline. Um, If you are on the job every day, if if all of your subs and your employees are on that job every day and it runs a little long, then obviously something either the the client has has changed something uh we're waiting on parts um now if 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 you go two or three days and no one shows up to your house uh there's a problem there can be nothing more maddening than that right i'll be honest yeah. it just really it'll drive you crazy if if your uh, job is is say half complete mm-hmm. and you don't see the guys for three days well it's, our our, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Our our motto at uh, at Houseworks is, if I tell you we're going to be there on Tuesday, if we're not there on Tuesday, we're going to call you. Okay. You know that that's the thing. It's all about communication. Mm-hmm. Makes the customer feel good. Right. We've all been sitting in a waiting room. Um, is the doctor really back there or did he go take a break? <laughs> right. He's in back having a cigarette. Right. 877-MPB-RING. That's right. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. Folks, I know you're hiring contractors or you will uh, maybe this summer. Hopefully the storms are not going to be as bad as they've been in the past. But, you know, there's always a reason to hire one. Listeners, what questions do you have about hiring contractors? What do you uh, do to make sure you're getting a fair price for the materials and labor? You can call us for their questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Support for MPB comes from the Pediatric and Congenital Heart Center of Alabama at Children's of Alabama, a cardiovascular care center for children in Birmingham, Alabama. More at childrensal.org slash heart. Hi, I'm Sherita Brent, co-host of Everyday Tech with Ashley Jeffcoat. Coming up this morning at 10 on the show, we'll talk about data. How much does it cost? Does every tech user need data? What activities take up the most data? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING with your questions and comments about data or send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Be sure to join us this morning at 10 for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is here with us. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling... 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Of course, I am willing to hear those uh, contractor horror stories also. I, I mentioned mine as we uh, as we started the show about my contractor horror story. So no one is too good not to get got. Some, some of them probably just too embarrassed or just still mad, you know. Well, oh yeah, oh yeah. My my wife and I are still unhappy <laughs> well, of course. with what happened, sure. uh, and we're we're years out from that at this point. But you know, it it happened. One of the uh, yeah, I'll just say this: um, being honest. Now, um, being in the field for years, if you do everything right and mm-hmm. don't have some uh, mishaps, um, it's just no way that a contractor um, can do everything perfectly. So you're gonna have some things go wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not going to win every uh, client over. And sometimes things go wrong. But well, you have to go how to um, make it good on your part. Every, everybody's human. Yes. Everybody's yes. human. And can you sleep at night? That's the bottom line. Right. Okay. All right. It's still in agreement. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Travis on the line. And Brandon has got a, uh, oh, no, a uh, question about a contractor ruining a project. Are you, you with us, Travis? Yes, I'm here. All right, so what what happened with your project? Well, uh, my friend had had a contractor come in and wanted to uh, turn a space into a usable area, and mm-hmm. it just really, really did a did a did a number on her. I mean, things such as an entire bathroom added, but none of the plumbing was glued. Uh, mm-hmm. None of the drain lines were glued; they were stuck together and covered up under the plywood, and then um, all the electrical that was ran was ran over the top of the joist, and then three-quarter inch plywood laid directly on top of I oh my gosh 47 different joints just wire nutted together against the bottom of the plywood and just nailed down through it um there was 127 code violations after she had it inspected uh, and i helped her through the, pro- the project uh, but what do you do about that when you know this person was an expert and seemed to be checked out and they basically put their family's life in danger with with electrical issues and, and plumbing, uh, right? Dead plumbing and things covered up. And well, I mean, now she's got this uh, attic that almost has to be completely gutted to uh, start over again to make it a usable space for her, her kids. Travis, well, before I send it to the guys that get paid to do this for a living, I'm going to say once it's that negligent, if it's that bad, it it, it may be closer to lawyer time than it is i mean somebody else in other words if you've paid for that project in good faith to be done the first time it it still is yet to be done you know another i'm gonna make another suggestion travis um if this individual is licensed um is a licensed builder or remodeler in the state of mississippi um you can make a phone call to the board of contractors um and um they would they would set a um, hearing to where your friend would show up and that contractor would show up to to tell each other's side, mm-hmm. and um, that individual's license could be in in jeopardy. Well, I, the the research we've done is um, 
although he was supposedly licensed and insured and everything, it turned out that he didn't finish the process, the application process for license. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah. Do we have any kind that that situation wouldn't apply then? I guess the contractor no, couldn't do anything. We would have to strictly go through like a civil court. Well, yeah, and then, you know, the risk you run there, does the contractor have anything worth coming after? Right, any assets. You know, what, so. what's it going to cost to do that and so on and so forth? Just cuts right. the losses and um, probably start over again with a better contractor. You know, it's time to stop mm-hmm. going in that avenue. Unless you feel comfortable to let them correct their mistakes. Now, yeah, Travis, that's, a, that's a real good point uh, Dell brings up, and I've, I've had this happen before with a mechanic because the same applies. You take, uh, say, your car to the mechanic. They, quote, fix it. It's not fixed. Uh, do you give that person another try? They goofed it up the first time. Right. Oh, right. some guesswork? Right, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, another thing you can do, and I'll just put this out there for the rest of the listeners, you can go on uh, go online uh, pull up Board of Contractors website, type in the contractor's name, and uh, they will tell you where they stand as far as um, licensed in the state of Mississippi, uh-huh. and and right. if their licenses are in good are in good standings. Right, so, right. I, mean, I, I would suggest that in the future. Been found against them too. Yes. yes. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. That's what we were just trying to find out. If we were trying to go in the right direction as far as, you know, legal actions that could be taken, and we just, you know, y'all the experts, and I know y'all have heard of this before, so we just wanted to make sure we were trying to do the right things to get this, one, corrected, and two, just to make sure it didn't happen to anybody else. Right, and and uh, from a contractor, I, I thank you for your effort. All right. All right, thank you, guys. Thanks, Travis. Man, if you yes. feel sorry for him, you yeah. know I mean, because and this, a lot and, of and people he was saying things that I even understood sure. about uh, stringing the Romex across the studs on the, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. And you know, a nail went through there and punctured it, one of those wires. Oh, if a nail went through, and no you blue. can electrocute yourself. And, and the sad part to this, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably not the first time. This particular contractor has right done, has this. done this. It do sound like someone I could have known. I don't know, but I fired them. I fired them in the past. I know I have. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go real quick to Rick and Grand Bay and finding a good contractor. You've got a comment about that, right, Rick? Yeah. Good morning. I'm a contractor myself. Oh, good. I don't belong to any associations. Uh huh. I found that working with people belong to, belong to associations. Many of them are nothing but beer buddies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Don't be stupid when you're calling to look for a contractor. Dude, we, have a, we have a worldwide web. We can find out generally how it's done. We may not know mm-hmm. what tool to use, but we can find out, you know, what, how do I fix this? How do I do that? So whenever a contractor comes out, he's not smelling a weak lamp. So the wolf, wolf don't know whether you're weak or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's buyer beware out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, how, how would you... Um... So you're an independent contractor, Rick, right? Yes. And and I'm what? I'm first number one. I'm, I do nothing but electrical. Okay. You can ask me to do plumbing. I'm not a plumber. <laughs> there you go. A little bit. You know what I mean? Appreciate all, that, by the way. Fit all, fit all. You don't want anybody to fit all. You know, really don't. Right. Most right. Of my, most of my fly my nights. Uh, all my advertising is by word of mouth. Somebody calls me up before I even go out to their house. I want you to call the last five people I've done work for, man. That is. Let me talk to you. Rick, that's a really good point. I appreciate you bringing that up because uh, Jeff mentioned this before we went on the show today about the best way to do references for a contractor was uh, his or her most recent contracts, Um, what they're working on right now, who they worked with uh, the last time they worked with someone. Uh, rather than rather than doing some sort of other sort of check, what what are they doing now? Calling a a client that they're working with now or worked with yesterday, and saying how'd it go? Um, and that would be a great way to check references on a contractor is what they're oh, actually doing oh, right you now. You got a good reputable framer with say you're going to build a building or whatever. Uh-huh. You got a good reputable. Ask if he knows a good electrician. You know, right, right. But you have to know that he's reputable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because working along with the trades, it's how a job goes together. Everybody's on the same puzzle. If everybody right. don't know how to build puzzle, we get a really lousy puzzle. Yeah, that's right. right, right. So, but we have the ability to learn on the internet a little bit about what needs to go on. You right. come in and I come in to see a, a customer and say, "Gee, how's this going to get done?" 
Well, I know you don't know. Now, now all of a sudden, I'm not going to sell him chrome muffler bearings. You know? Right. <laughs> all right, Rick. I appreciate it. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you very much, sir. Wow. It's it's amazing. And um, uh, some of the things that one wants to look out for. Now, this is something. Here I am. I'm with two licensed contractors. I'm going to ask a question that's going to make both of you squirm in your seat. Okay. You ready? What is a fair percentage for a deposit for the contractor to get started? Uh, I can answer that real easy. Okay. Um, it depends on the particular job. Wait a second. Job. You can't start <laughs> now. real easy and then say it depends. Well, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain that. <laughs> Tricky question. Uh, let, let's say a customer calls me and they want to replace all the windows in their house. Uh-huh. Now, before I'm going to order those windows, mm-hmm. I want that customer paying for them because their house is the only house on the planet that these windows are going to fit. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. now, now take it to the other side. Let's say a, a client calls and they and they want a roof. Uh-huh. I'm personally not going to ask for a deposit. That's a two day job, three day job. Um, pay me, pay me when I'm done. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the job. How much yes. you should ask. Um, rule of thumb: twenty five percent. Okay, is a good rule of thumb. Uh, and is that, and let's say, should you always pay for the materials up front or, or obviously you're not going to pay for yeah. the labor up front. No, I would say that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Like he was saying about those custom fit windows. See, you could be stuck with an item if something goes wrong. Right. So it's your home and mm-hmm. by you being the homeowner, you should be willing to purchase your own material. Well, it's a trust relationship. If you don't trust right. me and I don't trust you, how are we going to do some business together? That's right. right. That's showing me that you're willing to spend some money and get the work done, mm-hmm. and you're not wasting my time. Okay. All right. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. If you don't have the money to buy the material, how are you going to pay for the labor? Right. <laughs> I mean. All right. Let's go to uh, Betty and Jackson. Uh, comment about contractors. You with me, Betty? Yes. So what's going on? Are there any online templates for... Uh, an individual to access on the internet to get the contractor to fill out that would be legally binding to guarantee their work and or materials if the contractor supplied the materials that uh, would protect the customer? That's a good question. One of our questions that we were going to have for these folks today, Betty, was about the the need for a contract on a job meaning a, a, a written uh, guarantee of work performed. Right. Um, so what do you fellas think? Well, I think if the consumer has to supply the contractor with their contract, I would get, a, <laughs> I would get another contractor, Betty. Um, and, you know, what, what I mean by that, you're only as good as your word. So um, the, a good quality contractor should have their own contract that spells out what is your warranty? What is what is warranty on things that you purchase? What is your labor warranty? Uh, spelled out very clearly prior to starting any job. I agree. Um, you need some type of agreement in writing so you can both relate to what's going on, the scope of work and uh, the work That's that you right. perform and the timeline and just... It, if In case you forget something or get off track, you can go back to your agreement and say, oh, yeah, um, you're supposed to replace this. Right. It's in the agreement. Okay. All right. Good. Does that help at all, Betty? Uh, yes, but I was thinking that the customer should be more active in protecting themselves and perhaps provide the contract. You know, you know, something I can say, Betty, is that let's say let's say Dell comes to you and he's got a contract. There's nothing to say that you can't have someone else look at that contract and see if they agree. Oh, yeah. You can have it um, notarized and everything. Yes. I mean, Betty, here here's my company's. uh, This is how my company would react to that. If if you supplied your own contract to me, Mm -hmm. I I, I would not sign it. I'm going to supply you with our proven contract. And then you you take it at that point and get it um, previewed. Show it to a lawyer or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but like I said, a good quality contractor should have his own contract. Well, why would you not sign it? 
Well, because mine is proven for over 15 years, and, and uh, you know, yours would be the first time I'd ever looked at it, and you're not a contractor? Well, this would be maybe the first time the customer had ever looked at yours. Right, right. No, I fully understand that, Betty, and I appreciate that, and that's why I said I would supply you with mine, and then you take that to your counsel uh, for, for a simple review. All and right, at the Betty. same time... You always let them talk to the people you work for in the past and other things. That's like right. That. Yeah, you talk to references. See sure. right. All right, Betty, I appreciate it. This is a good comment. Let's go to Linda in Port Gibson. Who's got a comment on contractors. You with us, Linda? Yes, I am. So, what were you thinking today? Okay, um, I most of the time when I have a contractor come to do anything for me, mm-hmm. um, first I always get an estimate. And some of them don't really want to give you a you know a free estimate, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let them do anything until I get an estimate as to how much it would cost, so that I can have money uh, set aside for the job. Because if he start doing the job and he costs more than your pocketbook, mm-hmm. then you. That's Add right. That's, I think, that's Linda, smart thinking. That's a very solid theory. Don't, don't like that. No, if they won't give you an estimate on the job, at least a ballpark of some sort, uh, keep moving. Be right. weary. That, that's going to be some guarding or something. Right. It's not an honest contract. They've got to at least tell you what you uh, expect to pay. Right. Some, somewhere, you know, like I said, ballpark it. I'll get a second uh, opinion because mm-hmm. one contractor came by and told me that I needed to. Um, Get another, well, get a compressor for my air conditioner, mm-hmm. and that he charges uh, just a hundred dollar fee, his fee, then the part will probably cost a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said he would have to, we would have to talk with my landlord, mm-hmm. and then he got kind of cool about it. I said you're going to have to call, I'm going to have to talk to my landlord, and if Mm-hmm. You know, he say to go ahead with the job. Good. I'm not going to give you any money. Right. That's right. Don't be pressured by any contractor. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because he wanted to take it out the window and, and uh, right. take it apart. and With no and, understanding? Okay. Excuse me? <laughs> right. I mean, with no understanding of who's paying and, and what right. you're paying? Oh, he must uh, thought I was going to pay. Well, Linda, you, I think you uh, did the right thing and have brought up some great points to remember while you're hiring a contractor. we got to take a break real quick, though, uh, Linda. I appreciate it. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what questions do you have about hiring contractors? We have two today here with us that you can put the screws to. What do you make sure you're getting a uh, – how do you, what do you do to make sure you're getting a fair price for the materials and labor? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Public Media app is available now. Watch MPB TV, listen to MPB Think and Music Radio, and stay in the know with MPB News. Search for the MPB Public Media app in the App Store and Google Play stores today. MPB Think Radio welcomes a brand new Sunday lineup. The new fan favorite, Backstory with the American History Guys, moves to noon to bring historical perspectives to today's events. At 1, Reveal uses investigative journalism to empower the public about tough issues in our society. Then the moth takes over at 2 and celebrates the art and craft of live storytelling. Catch the new Sunday lineup beginning July 3rd on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Part of the reason we're doing this show today is an article came out in Clearing Ledger, uh, and it, it looks as though it was uh, brought to us by the writers at Home Builders of Jackson, uh, the Home Builders Association of Jackson. And the, one of the reasons that I wanted to cover this is it had some very good comments in it, and Jonas Jonas was uh, able to bring us uh, this this article, uh, Care of Liz Gill, but it was uh, it's a really neat article and it had some great points and some great questions in it. Um, and one of those questions: What about city and county inspections? Should you pay uh, before these inspections are completed? Should you pay your contractor before the inspections are completed? Fellas, it depends on the project. I yeah, would really say uh, certain projects definitely not because the inspection, if it doesn't pass and you already paid, it's hard to uh, get them to come back, man. Well, okay. unless it's an honest contract, if, I, I just don't know. If if you're doing a room room addition, for instance, mm-hmm. you're you're going to have three to four inspections, right? Now, I, I would think it would be reasonable reasonable to pay after each inspection. Mm-hmm. My my plumbing rough, my electrical rough, pay. Yes. Uh, my plumbing top out, my electrical trim, pay, mm-hmm. and then my final inspection, w- which would be when we would get the CO, mm-hmm. Certificate of Occupancy, mm-hmm. I think you would pay then. And so there there would be a, a progression. It's like of, a tiered of, system, it sure, sounds like. Sure. It's kind of ensuring that you're paying for work that is um, quality inspected. You right. know, paying before it's inspected. And, it's no guarantee. And two, that should all be spelled out in the contract, in the agreement, mm-hmm. before anything is done. Okay. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can email us at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And you can uh, turn the screws on our contractors today and, and, and ask some questions that you've always wanted to ask contractors. Hector's on the line in Douglasville, Georgia. Uh, are you listening on the app or online, Hector? Hey, what's going on, Bob? Hey. I had a question. I had a question, man. Uh, I got a septic. Uh, I'm trying to get shot to the sewer, and I have a contractor that says he's going to, you know, he's going to give me an estimate and everything in writing. Mm-hmm. But what kind of caught me off guard is that he said he was going to need a half of the money up front and then the rest when he's done. Is that normal for, for that kind of scope of work? Hector, tell me again what what he's going to do. Uh, my house is currently on septic tank, and I'm trying to get topped to the sewer. Oh, okay. So, so you're going to go on, like, city water from a septic to a city water. No, no, I don't. I'm trying to get to that. And uh, he said he was going to give me an, uh, a writing, you know, the, everything, the scope of the work in writing. And he was going to need half of the money up front. Uh-huh. The rest when he's done. Yeah. Uh, this is like the first contract. So uh, both of my guys are in here shaking their heads. <laughs> it's risky, little, man. Yeah, you got. I'm a little leery. That that sounds like a very quick uh, job, in my opinion, uh, relatively ah. speaking. Um, fifty percent up front. I'm I'm not sure I can. Got a do little that. heavy. Talk yeah. to somebody. He's done it before. Sure. For, you know, like recently. Because mm-hmm. if he don't have the equipment to you know to dig it up and put it in right, mm-hmm. you could be stuck. He might run off with your money. Yeah, because I've got him about five more estimates, and none of those guys have told me that. And this is the first guy that gave me a pretty low price. Uh-huh. And, yeah, um, be careful. I'm with him. Yeah, as soon as he told me half up front, I was like, uh, Uh-oh. I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, we mentioned at the top of the show about paying too little for a project usually should be a big, loud red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if if yeah. that if that person's estimate is is much lower than than say three other contractors that might come out, there's a problem. 
and in a case like his, you should be able to find someone that could um, put the, just do all the work and mm-hmm. then just bill you. You know, well, and it. it's something else you could do, Hector. You could escrow that money uh, with a local attorney. Um, just just kind of do you, do your homework. Yeah. Before I all write right. the check, I would definitely yeah. do some homework. All right. Cool, guys. Appreciate your information. All right. Appreciate it, Hector. Even if he right. wrote the check directly to the um, the manufacturer of the you know the product instead of just to him, I just don't to, know. To pay for the yeah, uh, pay for the, pay for the materials. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We've got Kathleen on the line in Osaka. What's going on, Kathleen? Oh, nothing much. I just got some questions about deposits and estimates. How all do right. they work? And how long do they usually uh, have to give them to you? Jeff? Well, those are loaded questions. Yep. <laughs> you know, how big is the project? Uh, you know, if you if you were to call my company and you were doing a $150,000 interior remodel, uh, we're probably going to spend seven to ten days prior, you know, to get you that detailed estimate. No, I'm talking about under $10,000, Jeff. Oh, uh, yeah, un- under $10,000, you should have that estimate within three, four days, uh, okay. de- you know, depending on the contractor's workload. And did they charge you for every estimate for every face of the job? No, ma'am. I, I don't like charging for, for estimates. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you know, this is a free market. Yeah. Um, right. Um, and one of those things to consider also, Kathleen, um, if you have someone come in from the outside of where you live, meaning if you have a local contractor, uh, free estimates come pretty easy compared to if you hire somebody three towns away and they've got to spend money getting right. to you. Sure. You know? Okay. Well, I just was kind of concerned about the uh, time for the estimate. Thanks right. so much. Thanks, mm-hmm. Kathleen. All right, let's go to Gary and New Albany. He's got a question about installation. You with us, Gary? Hi, uh, yeah. I am uh, uh, used to be an uh, electronics technician, but didn't do a whole bunch of housework, but, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I got two uh, wall uh, lights I want to put up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're uh, ground fault uh, sockets on them, and, of course, I know that uh, uh, unless I run another line, the, the ground fault circuits will not be active uh, when I do the uh, without the switch being up. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if there's a, a technique for pulling a short piece of uh, Romex from the switch to the outside junction box that, that y'all uh, uh, can. Well, what do you, what do you have to go through, or well, how much? I'm, I'm assuming a couple, two, three feet. You know, uh, I'm assuming that the, uh, the the switch goes directly up to the existing light uh, junction. Two to three feet. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. I think. I, you can almost yeah. do that with a coat hanger, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they do have a device to uh, fish that wire. Yeah, and, and like you said, the coat hanger is the same thing. A long antenna. Um, the cable guys use something like a fishing pole rod and uh, That's fiber graphite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. just push it through. Yeah. Called a fish tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fish oh, okay. deadline. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Uh, just a quick question. I said I got it on my to-do list today. If it uh, comes down this afternoon, I, I plan on starting it. Right. I just <laughs> how I can do it. Well, good luck. All right, Gary. Appreciate it. It's one of the Thank things you. I've learned to have around the house. Like a Phillips head screwdriver, always have a, uh, a wire hanger around sure. the house. You can do a lot with it. If you if you can't fish the line with it, you can always roast a marshmallow. Or or you can right. unlock your car door. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Slim Jim. If, if there isn't another reason for keeping the old-fashioned wire hangers around, you just give us two of them. All right. <laughs> I appreciate it, Gary. Let's go now to Larry in Memphis. He's got a question about hiring a contractor. You with us, Larry? Yeah. Yeah, how you doing today? Good. Hey guys, I was trying to uh I've been trying to get a contractor to give me a quote on some repairs around my house for a long time. I have they come out mm-hmm. and they'll say, Yeah, we'll get back with you and da 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 and and don't. You know, I'm I'm like, why would you even burn your gas to come right. out? Sounds, you know? sounds right. like you've got some small jobs that aren't gonna pay a lot to me. Well what, what uh, do you got going it on? on uh it, 
it depends on what I mean. If you say you do job, do small jobs, but I'm talking about siding and soffit work, and mm-hmm. it, it could be whatever you say, you know, and right. windows replaced. But and well, these are free estimates, right? Huh? These guys giving you free estimates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I was in Memphis, Larry, because I right. promise you I'd give you an estimate. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and go to work. Uh, well, I saw one got out with a pad, but he left it on the back of the truck and he oh, right boy. in his hand. And I was like, oh, man, no, this ain't. Oh, this no. They're not taking you serious. Um, right. Now, Larry, I'm I'm actually from Memphis. Uh, mm-hmm. Try try South Haven. There's a, there's a lot of quality contractors in South Haven. Really? Yes, sir. Try it. I'm a, I'll do it. I appreciate the heads up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate uh-huh. it. All right, we're going to take a uh, you're going to take a uh, quick break. We'll continue our discussion after the break, listeners. What questions do you have about hiring a contractor? We'll talk to Robert in Hattiesburg coming up in just a second. What do you uh, make sure you're getting a fair price? What do you do to make sure you're making uh, getting a fair price uh, for the materials for the labor? Can you call and check and see if they're charging too much for the materials on you? That's a good question. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This election year has been unpredictable, and November is still months away. But you don't have to keep up with every twist and turn. You just have to keep up with us. Listen every day. Daily at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I promised Robert we'd come and talk to him real quick right after the break. He's in Hattiesburg. He's got a comment about hiring a contractor. You with us, Robert? Yes, sir. How are you doing today, gentlemen? Very good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Listen, I'm a contractor in Hattiesburg, and I just wanted to make a quick comment on the estimates and uh, deposits mm-hmm. uh, discussion you guys were having. Typically, when I do estimates and deposits, I split things in thirds. So okay. I get I get you know estimate of the total job, one third to start to begin the job. Then I line out in the contract uh, at what point or at what stage the other thirds will be uh, required. Mm-hmm. And then of course one third of the estimate, second third of the estimate, then the final bill I send at the end of the job because things typically change. People want to make additions or subtractions right. to the original job, and I think that that's a pretty good system. Although I do have to say that. I see many, many people, especially in my line of work, that require or want half or more of the deposit up front. Mm-hmm. And then what you end up with is paying somebody ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars and waiting six months on them to finally get back. Yeah. So wow. uh, yeah. I think I think thirty thirty three percent, Robert, is is very fair. That's reasonable. Sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And I just think uh, it's a good to me that's always a good sign of a reputable contractor who is a, got enough money in the bank to complete the job, yep. and uh, B, is willing to come back and try to finish to get the rest of their money. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. Uh, you guys have a good day, and uh, very much enjoy the show. First time caller, long time listener. Appreciate it, Robert. Yeah, what What if the job is complete to your liking, like your customer, uh, your contractor finishes the job, looks great to you, you like it, the quality looks good, but something happens like three or four months down the road. Um, can you call the contractor to fix that? 
Absolutely. Let's say, let's sure. say they're putting in a new kitchen and uh, the faucet blows up three, three, four months later. Is that something that you can call the previous contractor and say, hey, I don't know if there was a defect or, you know, something like At that? At least give them a try. Please do. See. Absolutely. You know. Because a reputable uh, contractor will want to keep their uh, reputation. They will want to keep that good image. Well, right. again, it should tell you the warranty uh, specifications in your contract. Right. Uh, yeah. We, we, we put a five-year warranty on what we do, mm-hmm. and um, the um, uh, I think it's only fair that that, uh, that contractor um, steps up to the plate and, and, and performs his responsibility. So with, with a five-year warranty, you can't um, cut corners and not – do all the steps. You can't buy, buy um, plastic fixtures and stuff. You have to have brass and, you know, right. you have to step so it up that you know that it will last through that five yes. years. Yep. Even with the roof system, if mm-hmm. you don't felt the house, um, if you don't put the proper ventilation in mm-hmm. or the flashing and, and change all the uh, pipe flashing and everything, you can't get the proper warranty. Right. So um, that's just good to stand behind your work. So you have to um, put quality in in order to get that long lasting um, effect. That's fantastic. Um, so what should be, wait a second, what are the acceptable forms of payment that a contractor should be able to accommodate? Um, legal tender. <laughs> That's always a good one. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, check, credit card, um, you know. Certified check, um, yeah. cash, money. Anything but goats or chickens. <laughs> I don't Sometimes know. You, you, you got to trade goats. Well, I do have goats. All right. So, okay, chickens. All right, chicken. Uh, how do you go about getting price quotes from different contractors? Say like, say like, okay, I've got a project. I have uh, this person came out, gave me a gave me a uh, a quote, and I don't know if that's fishy or not because it's the only one I've got. So I want a couple. Check of Check it. Sure. Yeah. Is you that know, something you just pick up the yellow pages and call again? Another thing too that that just came to mind um, as a as a client. Mm-hmm. Write out on a piece of paper what you want your contractor to quote. And if you're going to get multiple quotes, give the same list to every contractor. Ooh, that's good. Now, everyone is, is quoting apples for apples. Right. That's mm-hmm. good. And that's, there's nothing lost in, in communication that way. That's a really good point. Thank you. Yeah. That's a fantastic point. I like that. Um that that's some of the stuff that we were talking about today is some of the some of the tips that one might get. And uh, one of the things that I heard Jeff, you saying earlier today is that, and uh, Dell, you back this up is that call. Uh, if I'm hiring, if you're hiring me as a contractor, my references are the people that I'm working with right now. Yes. Uh, they know the quality of work and what I'm doing. That's so, right. All right, guys. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Jonas Adams. Our call screener is the intern, Skyler. There we go. For Delmore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.